0: So welcome, everybody, to the Man vs. Marriage podcast. This is episode one. So uh, we're really happy that you're here. Thanks for listening to episode 000, if you did, to learn a little bit about us. And I'm sure, Rita, that there's going to be lots more divulged as the show goes on. Absolutely. Because I, um, you know, Rita's the coach here, and I am her willing player, her subject, her student. And... Um, So I'm, and I have my wife's blessing to share what needs to be shared in the, uh, in the hopes that it's going to inspire men to be better men, better husbands, better fathers. So um, today, you know, with our first topic, I thought it was important um, to kind of throw this out there for you, Rita, and it's going to be where do I start or where did I start? And you put something when we went through these categories of what it was going to be, you did something good. You put taking responsibility. So no matter where your marriage is, I think it's important that you take responsibility because it takes two to tango. Correct. You know, so to me, that's where we should start and where I want to tell you a little bit of a story about where I started taking responsibility for my actions in myself, and in my marriage so we um i know we discussed the dates and i'm probably going to mess all those up but uh, we'll clear it up for any of those that uh, need concrete facts on exactly when things started (laughs) so if i get the dates wrong apologies but we um went through these living life by design modules in 2010. correct okay yes. yes i'm off and running i got the first one done and I remember, um, you know, they ask you for a bunch of information before you get started. You know, they're getting the playbook on who you are. They want to figure <laughs> out, did it like a disc assessment, Correct. I think it is. Uh-huh. Um, they uh, ask you about your most embarrassing moment. They kind of just put it all, all out there. And then you get to stand up in front of the class, and they get to uh, open your mail in front of everybody. And uh, it was an exciting thing to me. I had never really thought about doing a self-development class or whatever you might say. Now, um, I was a a football coach. Mm -hmm. I coached football about, you know, nearly 10 years. And what I saw was I saw the change in my players when they were willing to take the advice I gave them or the critique and apply it to their game. Um, but I never wanted them to stop at their game. I also wanted them to put it into their life as a practice, right? Because I think life is all about, you know, life is a big lesson. Um, and you can make a lesson out of anything. So standing up there, um, at that time I was really overweight. I was really, I was pushing like 400 pounds and, you know, you don't really think of a big 400 pound beefy guy being emotional or sentimental, or uh, maybe not sentimental, but just emotionally breaking. Mm -hmm. And I was broken. I mean, I was completely broken. I was crying my eyes out. I'm so thankful I lost the DVD, so I never have to watch it again. (laughs) But um, there I was. uh, They were just walking me through um, basically the operating system that I was living my life by, and I had no idea what was controlling me or affecting me. Right. And by those things that were controlling the way that I was operating, that's the way I was treating myself and I was treating everyone else. And I think basically, you know, I'm a good guy. Um, I try to do really good things for people. Um, but, you know, they say you can't really help yourself or you can't help others until you help yourself. So I was there and... um bawling my eyes out, and we went through that process. And after the process was over, it was embarrassing. It's embarrassing to be a guy, cry in front of people. But when it was done, it, it was intriguing to me. I thought, I could actually redefine what my life is about, how I act, how I act towards myself and other people. And it just sparked a fire in me. Um, and I have to go back to when I when I coached because if you are a willing uh, Player and you want to be the best that you can be Your coach if you have a good coach your coach is going to challenge you Going to challenge you in the hard times and you'll develop and you'll change true So I kind of got the bug for self-development and it started in that living life by design uh, module so um, we went from there, and then we went to uh, a marriage seminar that mm-hmm. you and Bill put on. It was really small. It was intimate. Um, and I, I hadn't really thought at that point, wow, I could not just do this for me. but could I, I, I could do this to change my marriage. And we got in there. Right. It's like, you guys are like, okay, husbands and wives, score your marriage. And I'm like, oh, dude. Oh, yeah, I remember that. We're a solid seven. I know this for (laughs) sure. We're a solid seven. Everything's not perfect. We're better than halfway. I know there's no way we're any lower. We are a solid seven. That's the husband's side of things. Which is always higher. And in this case, it was higher. She she rated us at a five. I was offended by that. (laughs) I'm like, what do you mean we're a five? I thought things were pretty good. What's going on here? Because to me, a five is... I'm not I don't want to be middle of the road right that's mediocre I don't want to be mediocre so it's like okay um I don't feel like I inflated the numbers but how do I figure out not to get me down to a five but to bring her up to a seven or better Mm -hmm. so that um during that those exercises how many days was that was it just one day
1: No, I think we did it, a series was, it was two months, I believe, but we only met once a week on a Saturday morning. We met and we were there for about a good two hours, depending on if I had exercises for you guys to do. Remember those fun exercises that we did? Um, Walking blindfolded. Exactly. Leading uh, you through who knows what. Um, So it was eight weeks.
0: Okay. So it was eight weeks. Yeah. Well there was one point that really that really stood out to me. And I had I had always, I don't know how long we were married at that time. We got married in 1999, so that was 2010. I'm not going to do the math. Anyway, um I there was a thing in me is that if my wife ever cheats on me, I'm just it's done. That's like the that's the deal breaker for me, period. There's a lot of things I can come back from. I don't know how to explain it, but with that mindset, I was kind of holding her hostage somehow. I didn't realize that. It's like I didn't, uh, there's no way I could fully trust her as a person all the way because I was reserving part of myself to like protect myself mm-hmm. or something. And we went, so we started going through the, uh, Some somehow we got onto the topic. We had to sit face to face and start talking about our, I don't know if it was our worst fears or what it was, and her fears were based around the kids. Right. She didn't really have any fears based around me that she divulged, but in me it came up, and it's like, I can't, I can't hold on to this anymore. I have to be willing to trust this woman enough that if it ever goes south, I could see a way through that adversity. Right. And. Maybe to whoever's listening or to you at the table, that's not a big deal. But for me, it was the gateway that opened things up between my wife and I. Because unless you fully trust somebody, you're not going to be able to go all the way. You'll hold back. You, You will hold back. And the sad thing is, you might get some thoughts in your head and while you're holding back, you start to get suspicious. And then that will taint the way that you treat your wife. Mm-hmm. So that, that for me was like, that was game changer. Game changer. Stat- yeah, <laughs> definitely game changer status. Um, so we went from there. And then uh, I know that Jeannie had started coaching with you. Yes. And she was making progress. I mean, she was making progress in her own personal growth. Of course, we kept hitting a ceiling at certain points. She would come home and share with me. Which may have been part of her homework, um, what she was going to do and what she was working on. Right. And I was like, "I'm all for this." You know, I'm starting to see you open up as a person. Um, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then she came to me and said, "Look, I think she texted to me first. Oh,
1: and I uh-huh. was like,
0: "Oh no, what is this?" She's like, "Rita said in order for me to go any further." we have to do this counseling together. I'm like, first thought is like, I don't think we have a bad marriage. So what's the need? You know, I just, you get defensive right away. Of course. You know, here I am a few months ago or however long it was. I want to get her from a five to a seven and here's a way to do it. But uh, I don't want to do it. That's right. That's (laughs) right. So, you know, she got home. We had time to think about it. You know, and there was a concern. There was a bridge I had to cross uh, because you'd been counseling with her so long. Right. You know, um, technically, she's your family. And I had to think to myself, um, am I going to be going in and the deck is stacked against me? Uh, Because I don't want that. So what I had to do was kind of think in my mind and say, okay, we both know Rita. I've been through coaching with her. I've heard her speak. And I, I... without any doubt feel like she would be fair because she's not there. She's not there just to, uh, prove Jeannie, right. But she, she's, she's gotta be there for more. Exactly. So I decided to go ahead and say, you know what? I'm, I'm not worried about you being biased. I think you're going to be there to be more of what's best for the marriage. Mm -hmm. And that's what, and that really showed in the marriage uh, seminar that we did. Right. Um, because there were some hard things to do in there. The exercises were not fun and games.
1: They were games, no. but they
0: were not fun games. No. Nope. Um, so The
1: revealers is, is what those exercises are, are for, to set you up, to reveal you to you. Because sometimes we're so blinded by who we really are and what it is that we're giving out to people that we don't even realize what it is that we're doing. But you get people in... Intense situations, things they don't know what they're getting themselves into, and the true them starts to appear. And the, that's kind of like the idea that I have going into doing these different exercises that I walk you all through. So,
0: yeah. And, you know, um, there will probably be a million references to when I coached football, but Israel used to say, football does not build character, it reveals character. Very true, and that's exactly what the exercises, like you say, they do. Mm-hmm. So, um, I when we started, I went in. I was an open book. I wanted to. I didn't. I didn't want to uh, try to put on a show to say I was better than I was. I went in with an open heart. I know everybody doesn't do that, but for me and where I was in my in uh, in my process of growing. I knew there that it, if, if you're going to go do something, you might as well go all in for it. And I think that's when you get the best results. Absolutely. Is when you just go all in. So that's what I wanted to do. Um, but that's kind of led, that is what led me in the short of it over a certain number of years um, to take responsibility for me mm-hmm. and how I act, how I think. And then understanding that if I do that, then I can take responsibility for how I treat other people, you know. Right. Um, and then, as that went on, it like I say, it went from my wife, it went to my children, then it went to my friends, and you know, sadly, there's some relationships that had to end. Um, but thankfully, I was able to grow through that process and even grow closer together with um, my wife mm-hmm. and my kids. So taking responsibility, I don't know if you have any uh, thoughts there, remember any of the coaching sessions or anything like that, but feel free to talk to us men about taking responsibility in our marriages, in our life. Right. It's funny that, you know, just thinking back,
1: when um, you and Jeannie did come into my office for the very first time, I remember you sitting there and I remember telling myself, he's open to this. Because normally when you get people coming into your office, it's not always a good situation. It's, It's, circumstances have risen to the point that they're seeking help in any way that they can. And usually there's some, you know, resentment. There's, you know, very, I have two hurtful people in front of me and I didn't get that impression from you or Jeannie at all. Um, I just remember you being very, very open. And, and that was a concern for me because I was coaching Jeannie individually on a personal level and, um, bringing you in, I wasn't sure how that was all going to work out, transpire because, you would have the idea that Jeannie has sat before me and did nothing but talk about you, which is not the truth. You know what I mean? But you have these perceptions going in already. You know, you've spoken to my wife. I'm sure she's told me every, everything about me and every bad thing that I've done. And that was furthest from the truth. Um, So I do remember that first time that, you know, walking into the office and sometimes um, the hardest thing to do is to take responsibility Um, sometimes people look at that when when you ask that question, where can you take responsibility in the part of this marriage that you're bringing before me? And a lot of times, people take it as a very harsh question because, like I said, you are dealing with people that have hurt. They've hurt each other. And now you're wanting me to take responsibility for something. I don't know, like even talking today and, and listeners out there, I don't know everybody's circumstance. I don't know where people are per se in their relationship with their wife or with their husband. I don't know their past. I don't know what has transpired. Um, I don't know what deal breakers you all have in your marriage. You know, we all have them. Um, so when, when we do have this conversation, you know, where do I start in all of this? It is really taking responsibility for yourself. Um, like I said, the exercises that we do in our in our marriage seminars it's to reveal you to you And so many times in marriages we react instead of respond yeah And when we are when we're not aware of how it is that we're reacting and how it is that it's affecting our spouse, um, that's time for you to step back and have a little bit of awareness. Now, I'm a firm believer, awareness is wonderful, but if you do nothing with it, it's just nothing. That's right. So it's, it's, it's breaking those things down to really see um, where it is that I can take responsibility in where our marriage is at and where it is that it's going. So that is, that is a very tricky fine line that is drawn between you and the client because, um, it doesn't always go easy or go over easy, I should say. Yeah. Um, cause a lot of times it's building trust when you're coming into my office and sitting down, I have to build trust with you in order for you to understand where it is that I'm coming from. When I say, where's that you could take responsibility in, in this that you both have created. Yeah. Cause it takes two, like what you said, it definitely takes two. It's never a one sided job here.
0: Well, for me, I think where I first took responsibility <clears throat> and I'll just, you know, there's, Plenty of times I'm going to use the phrase game changer, but what was, a, what was one of the first things that I started to do was take responsibility for what I said. And I took it a step further as you coached us to say, if, if I say something and I see the eyebrows start to curl, <laughs> maybe she didn't hear what I said. So it's like, if she gets mad, then I have to ask a question. What did you hear me say? 'Cause it's never it's never what you say, it's always what they hear. A
1: firm believer on that one. And
0: that was one of the biggest places for me to take responsibility. Um I just they're starting to stack up on where I had to take responsibility. So that, you know, the next thing was why are you fighting to be right? I had to take responsibility. Yeah. I, it's huge. <laughs> um I had to come to terms and take responsibility. Am I fighting here to be right or for what is right for us? And huge difference. That's right. I mean, for me, um, if we just stopped right there, we could probably do a year's worth of podcast on what did you hear and stop fighting to be right. Yes. And just those two things. Um, you know, if you, if you were to start right there, And next time you say something to your wife and she starts to snarl. We all know when we say something stupid um, on purpose, what reaction we're going to get. Sometimes we say it for that reaction. Um, But when you see the face change, you need to say within yourself, stop. Just my common phrase to me is stop everything. Yep. Let her say what she needs to and then say, what did you just hear me say? And she'll tell you and you'll go, wait, that's not what I meant. It's really hard when it is what you meant. But if it's not what you meant, there's no, it's not like you're, you're, you're not some weak and broken man because you say, okay, that's not what I meant. Let me try to say it again. You know, you have to be honest. If it is what you meant and it really made her upset, you have to work through that conversation. Exactly. But if it's... If it's not what you meant, you know, have, just have the courage to say it again until she hears what you're trying to say. That really made a difference, and I, that made a difference right away in our, in our marriage. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to say, you know, stop fighting to be right, and then what did you hear me say? And most of the time, I'd say 99% of the time, she didn't hear what I was trying to say very very true cuz
1: i mean you're so good such a good listener <laughs> because that is my motto um in coaching people it's not like a lot of couples will come in and they will say you know they're they're great communicators and when people say that everybody thinks communicating has to do with talking right and communicating is really having the ability to listen to what that person in front of me is saying? Do I have the ability to close off all the inner dialogue that's going on in my own mind and how it is that I'm going to answer this person from, or what it is that I think that they're going to say? And the other thing is, is really having that ability to really listen like, I'm not so concerned about what I said to you. I'm more concerned about how it is that you heard it. So tell me what you heard. It's exactly. just like what you said. So you're a good, you're a good student, um, because I want to make sure what you heard is what I said. Because the majority of fights are mis, miscommunication, misunderstandings. Like you misunderstood what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not sure if men or women. Either way, um, it's not so much in what you said, but your body language. True. So, you know, what is your body language telling me? Like you could pretty much know, okay, I just pissed my wife off right now, just in her whole body language. She doesn't need to say anything to me. I know exactly what it is that I did. Yep. Um, and those are those those reactions instead of responding to what it is. To respond to something is like you took some time into what was being said, and I'm going to respond to that instead of reacting and lashing out because this is what they said. Yeah, you know. So a lot a lot has to do with um, how well do you listen. That's a huge thing you have to ask yourself when you're taking responsibility how well do I listen to what it is that my spouse is saying to me? Or do I assume, assuming is like the worst, kills marriages, yes. to assume what the other person is thinking or what the other person um, will, will have to say about this situation. Don't assume anything.
0: Yeah, it's like we spend way too much time thinking of what they're supposed to be thinking. Exactly. And it's a waste of time. It's just a waste of time.
1: Because nine times out of ten, they're not really thinking that. That's right. <laughs> it's just you thinking that.
0: And I got to <laughs> tell you, for too long, while pe- because of my hot Irish blood, <laughs> I mean, it burns so hot. And my wife has so Italian deep. blood, you know? Um, my family, um, I grew up in Alabama, um, you know, California and Alabama. But my family, we just argue, fuss, and fight because it's fun. It's just fun. And we could... I mean, we could just get into each other and then not be offended after it's over. My wife's not that way. So while she, you know, I'm caught up in the old way, while she's telling me what she's saying, I'm starting to formulate a response. So I've already stopped listening, (laughs) and I'm formulating my response so I can fight to be right because I want to be right.
1: So typical.
0: You know? (laughs) And I don't mean
1: that in a bad way, but... I accept
0: it. I'm I'm not there as much anymore. Right. Um, but I, uh, I just, you know, it goes without saying, but I do appreciate all the coaching you've done, uh, for us, Rita, it, it is, uh, it's been transforming, uh, us ever since we started. Right. Um, well, I think what we're going to do is before we wrap it up, we're going to cut this here and we'll talk amongst ourselves to see if we have some more to cover But one thing um, that we want to do with every show is we want to give you guys some homework because Rita gives homework. She does You got to be man enough to do it, though. Man up. Do the homework, right? Get off the bench. Get in the game. Yes. Do the homework. Um, So get to a place where you can. Don't text and drive. Don't try to do this on the treadmill because you'll fall off and look like a dope. Um, But just mark the time here where it is. Rita, talk to us about homework and then uh, maybe we'll talk about a a book and we'll get this thing wrapped up.
1: Sometimes I think in taking responsibility, you have to have a willingness to open your eyes to see what's in front of you. And if you don't have the ability to do it, then sometimes you live in denial as to where truly your marriage is at. So the homework assignment I would have is this. If you could do this visually, um, I usually have my clients just close their eyes and I'm just going to walk you through this. So what I would have you do is you're going to close your eyes and you're going to go outside of your home. And when you go outside of your home, I want you to stand in the window of your front room. Hopefully most of you do have a window, you know, leading, looking into your home. But find that window that you could see inside your home. You are outside looking in. And what I want you to do is with everything within you, I just want to have you put all your thoughts, all your emotions, anything that you're thinking, I want you to try to just set that aside. Just like take it from your head and move it aside. And I want you just to open your eyes and just be very, very open to the moment. And when you open your eyes, what is it that you see? Look through your home. What, what is it that you're looking at? Where are your kids if you have children? What is your wife doing? What are you doing? And, and you observe for a little bit. And I just want you just to take note of how it is that you see your family functioning as, as you're looking in. What role do you play in that? Where are you? Um, where are you located in the home? Where is your wife located in the home? When you do all of this, it, it it gives you an understanding. If you're open to it, it gives you an understanding of where you're at in all of this. Um. Many people have very different experiences and it all just depends on how open you really are to, to learn and to grow and to know more about you and to be aware of you. It's a great exercise to do to say, okay, I see that I'm here when I should be here. You could be a husband who is very withdrawn You could be a husband who is very involved. I don't know. Everybody is different. But it's really just looking from the outside in to see where am I at in all of this. And I think once you can see yourself and experience that, then you have the ability to move forward and see what it is that you need to adjust, see what it is that you need to change. I'm a firm believer that... The road to change is the one that's very less traveled because change is not easy. That's right. Um, However, it's possible. So that is just an exercise that I encourage you to do. It might take you a little bit, a couple times doing it in order for you to really grasp it and understand the depth of it. But I believe that if you do do that, it, it will start giving you an awareness of you. And I think sometimes that's where you need to start in order to take responsibility. So that would be my homework assignment for episode one. And I would love to hear from you guys, hear your, your, um, results in it, see where it is that, um, you could definitely say I had an aha moment. Yeah. I, I saw where it was that I was at and what it is that I needed to adjust.
0: You know, I think you're a natural um, because it just led into uh, where the contact information is. So, Mm -hmm. well, I mean, Ashley, she's a natural already. (laughs) First time out. Look at that. You (laughs) just, I didn't even have to ask you. We didn't even rehearse you leading right into it. So, yeah, I'm thinking that we want to give them three action items. That's one is enough. Yes. That's enough. You're going to explode your head in that one. So, obviously, dude, go out and get yourself. Uh, a journal of some sort so you can write these things down because you need to know how far you've come. So get that That's exercise. Important. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, get that exercise done. Like Rita said, maybe you do it a couple times. Then get at us. And how do you get at us? Here's how you get at us. You can go to your phone or your computer and you can email us. So email us at podcast at gmail.com. That's man vs marriage podcast at gmail.com or you can handle us on Twitter. Now I think I'm supposed to say you can tweet us. Yeah, there
1: you go. Handle
0: us. (laughs) Our Twitter handle is MVSM Podcast. So it's at MVSM Podcast. Yeah, we would really love to know uh your thoughts um and how hopefully this uh this episode one uh, was able to help you um, Our call to action for you guys is uh, to get off the bench and get in the game. So this is Man vs. Marriage, Episode 1, Quincy and Rita, Ashley producing. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you soon.